what is good? Welcome to Spirit Bill Real Talk with Juliana. I am your host, Juliana Page, and I am so excited that you are here. I am an author, a speaker, and a professional life coach, but really, I am here to give you practical wisdom that you can integrate into every area of your life so that you can thrive and not just survive. So if you are ready to live a spirit-led life and level up your inner game so that you can win in your outer game. Let's dive right in. What is good, everybody? Welcome back to Spirit-Filled Real Talk. I am coming for my practical people today. My practical peeps, this word is for you. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So the name, as you can see, of this message is called Activate It. Okay, I know that we are told often to simply believe. In fact, the word tells us to do it. Just believe. Can you simply believe? Okay, but if you're a practical person, that doesn't normally just happen, right? You don't just believe. (laughs) You need a way or a system or a structure or a vehicle to really get your faith in action. Like you need some sort of reinforcement to help you believe, right? God help me with my unbelief. Like how do I actually start believing? It's almost annoying and it warrants the eye roll sometimes when people are like, oh, just believe just believe and you're like um no that's like not even something i can grasp right now so i am going to give you some context and a way that you can start believing if you don't already because without faith right it's impossible to please god so this is a serious message but you've got to activate your joy okay to tap into this one so let's get real with this Activate means to make something active or operative, okay? So when I think about this word, I think about, okay, when you are a born-again believer, you have divine DNA in you, but you've got to activate it in order to get it to work out of you, right? We've got to work out our salvation. we got to walk that out, right? So how do you do that? You have these different gifts and talents and abilities and spiritual spiritual faculties now on the inside of you that you can activate. Otherwise, they're dormant. They're there, but if we don't use them, right, then what happens? So a really great example, obviously, that you can see and that is tangible is working out. Okay, so you know that you can start building muscle when you start lifting weight, when you start doing some resistance training, right? But there's also spiritual resistance training, okay? You meet resistance in your world, and that is pressure, right? That's calling something forth out of you. It's calling forth a gift, a talent, an ability, something for you to activate in the spirit, okay? So... That is one definition of activate. Let me get us to another one here. To convert a substance or a molecule into a reactive form. It brings you back to like biology, chemistry, all the things, right? To make active or more active. To make something reactive or more reactive. To convert something. Okay, so think about that. Think about that. 
All right. Now, scriptures and words to activate your faith, you might hear things like, for we walk by faith and not by sight. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. Okay. So if you're not currently hearing the word of God, that might be a step for you. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and do not lean on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. That's Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. So this one, again, practically speaking, for a practical person, I would take the second part of that. Okay, am I acknowledging God in this relationship? Am I acknowledging God at my job? Am I acknowledging God in my routine? throughout my day and everything that I'm doing? Am I acknowledging God or am I oblivious, right? That's a piece that I can make practical. So for example, if I don't trust God because I don't know God, then I can at least start acknowledging him, right? Start having conversations with him. Start having parts of my day, let's say, devoted to him, right? And then the trust comes in as I spend time as I relate with God, he's going to make my path straight. He's going to give me wisdom. He's going to guide my steps and I'm going to be on the lookout for that. So that's how I can shift it so that I can start trusting him with all my heart because God, I've noticed in my relationship, honesty goes a long way. So rather than faking it until you make it, just being real with where you're at and letting God show up strong in your weakness, that really helps you develop trust. But if you just start with trust, you might not really see fruit from that verse, right? Or therefore I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. So that's another thing. Okay, I'm asking for this, so then I'm not going to worry about it anymore. Just like if you're a leader and you delegate a task and it's now off your docket, you're not going to keep picking it back up or taking it back, right? You're going to trust if you give it to God, he's going to handle it or he's going to do something about it. That one was Mark eleven twenty four, And then let him ask in faith without doubting for the one who doubts is like a wave in the sea that is tossed by the wind. That's James 1, 6. Okay, the one that I said before, without faith, it's impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. Hebrews eleven six. So this one, for example, I'm going to seek God. <laughs> That's going to be my motive, right? Because God's going to reward me for doing that. I don't even know what that looks like, maybe, but I don't have faith. So I'm at least going to start by seeking God with me. Like, here's how you can make these words practical, okay? I've got a couple more. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Romans 15, 13. So I'm trusting that in a hopeless situation that I'm facing, God's going to fill me with hope, right? Uh, Next one. That according to the riches of glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith that you being rooted and grounded in love, love Ephesians, Ephesians 3, 16 to 17. So I'm going to trust that even though I'm weak, God's going to make me strong, that he's going to help me with whatever my weaknesses are. Maybe it's an addiction. Maybe it's some crazy thought patterns. Maybe it's some emotional instability, right? Whatever it is, I'm trusting that God is going to strengthen me through the spirit. And I'm going to start paying attention and be on the lookout for that. And then lastly, so that your faith might not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. First Corinthians 2, 5. Okay. So all of these are about activating faith. 
okay? To activate, right, is to make something active. So whatever spiritual faculties that you have, a really great example that I have of this is the fruit of the spirit, okay? So if you're not aware of the fruit of the spirit, I started doing a study on this. It's from Galatians, Galatians 5, 22 to 23, and their love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, okay? So I think about activating those, all right? I want the fruit of the Spirit active in my life, okay? So when I look at my life, when I look at my job, when I look at my relationship, when I look at my business, when I look at my ministry, when I look at my family, when I look at my kids, when I look at my whatever it is for you, right? Is there the fruit of the Spirit? Is there evidence of the fruit of the Spirit? Is that what you're sowing? Is that what's there? So that's a tangible thing, right? You can take something that seemingly is intangible and make it tangible for you, okay? So for example, if I want peace in my relationships or in my mind or in my business or in my ministry or whatever it is, right? I am going to cultivate peace so that I actually understand what that environment feels like. How do I know when I'm in peace? And not the peace that we can manufacture, right? Like in a yoga class or some good breathing. Great, right? Great things. But that's not the peace I'm talking about. I'm talking about the peace that surpasses all understanding. So how am I going to activate that well? By spending time with God, our minds, when they're fixed on God, he says he will keep them in perfect peace. So I want to taste that, right? I want to taste and see what perfect peace is. What does that feel like experientially for me? And then I can know when I'm actually in alignment with that and when I'm not. And I can learn to be led with that. The full armor of God, it talks about wearing our shoes of peace right? So I use that as a guide. I'm not going to make decisions if I don't have peace about it, right? I'm not going to get into a heated confrontation if I don't have peace about it. (laughs) I'm not going to make a life-changing decision if I don't have peace, right? So that's a guidepost and that's a very practical way to activate it in your life, right? If I don't have peace, I know where to go to get it. I know that I need to go spend time with God, right? And I know that if I want more of that in my life, I need to spend more time with God, okay? So usually I think the busier I get or the more that I have going on in my life, the more rooted I need to be, right? So the more time I need to spend developing that peace so that can literally invade everything that I'm doing, okay? So that's a practical example. I brought up working out earlier. So I do virtual workout programs. I love the flexibility of being able to work out from home. I was a former gymnast, college track athlete, just always was in some pretty intense things. But now I don't quite live like that, but I really enjoy being able to get a workout in quickly, not have to drive anywhere, commute, or like be dramatic about it, just like get it done. So home workout programs work really well for me. And I also love just how dynamic they are and how different, right? Just, yeah, just everyone is different. So it challenges me. Like I can't anticipate what's going to happen next. And usually I can. So it keeps me guessing. And right now I am doing a boxing program. Okay. And there's something so fun about 
punching the air and just like activating to me, it's like activating this boldness, this strength, this determination, this focus. I'm like, yes, right? Like when I'm, when I'm doing all of these like punches, throwing punches and doing combo moves and doing pivots and all this boxing, right? And I don't have a background in this whatsoever, right? But it's activating something in me, okay? So think about that. If you are launching something new and maybe you're battling insecurity, maybe you're battling inadequacies, maybe you're battling fear, maybe you're experiencing comparison or unworthiness or something, right? The opposite of what you want to be experiencing when you step out into what you know you're here to do and what you've been led to do, activate the opposite in a very real and tangible way for you. So for example, If to step into this launch, you need to embody confidence and security and determination and focus and authenticity and audacity and determination, right? If you need to activate that, right, then get in the experience of it in a simple and the most accessible way possible, okay? So for example, this workout program, because it's activating strength and determination and focus, right? And it's stretching you and growing you, right? I can then take that embodiment, whatever I'm activating and experiencing while doing that workout and channel that into the area where I need it. That same confidence that is in me that I activated while throwing punches, I can bring that into this challenge, into this opportunity that I'm facing with this launch, let's say, okay, hypothetically. So that's an example. The encouragement here would be to activate it, right? Not just make the assumption that I'm just going to believe, right? There will come a point where you are, just believing like it is that simple for you but sometimes especially for practical folks i have seen and i've also experienced that it takes faith moves to activate belief okay so for somebody else funny side note maybe not funny but i um (laughs) i was serving for quite a while for a few years in a ministry called activate and the whole purpose of activate was a a course, essentially, it was a live course for all of the pandemic and all of that, that was really to create an immersion experience. Keyword immersion, I'll get back to to that in a second. But it was designed to create an immersion experience of kingdom culture that would really equip any individual that participated to live a life as an empowered believer, to know what they have access to, to understand the prophetic and that God is speaking and that they can hear from God, they can receive from God, to minister healing, to have an effective prayer life, to operate in words of knowledge, to share powerful testimonies. Really, really powerful class, right? And it's like a practicum, straight up experiential education. So I was teaching and participating in this and facilitating this, and it really was powerful in the sense that it's an incubator, right? Like when you are in this experience and you are immersed in all of this new knowledge and you're getting practical ways to apply it every week and you're getting ministry and feedback and all of that, you pay attention in a different way. You're able to receive new information and process it in a safe space in a different way. So I am saying activate it 
And I would say for you, if, you know, getting to a class like this is not possible, think about a very real way to create an immersion experience where you can activate what it is, the qualities of what you need to embody for that thing that you're stepping into, for that next level that you're stepping into. So I've also gone to, because I'm in coaching, I do a lot of coaching work, I have followed Tony Robbins' work for a while as well, and he is all about this idea of an immersion experience too. This is how you actually program yourself with something new. You don't spend time trying to break a bad habit. You don't spend time trying to really get to the root of why that sucker is there, right? Like you immerse yourself completely into the new thing. Okay, so think about that. What does an immersion experience look like for you? I am somebody that goes all in. when I need new knowledge. So for example, I had also years ago been serving in a ministry called Celebrate Recovery, which I love, right? And I just uh, believe in the power of Christ-centered recovery, right? I do not believe that you can overcome addiction or really anything for that matter on your own. You're not designed to, right? So after that though, right, when I did actually receive real deliverance from years of heartbreak that I didn't know that I was still perpetuating patterns of and really getting delivered from a lot of pain and past trauma. It was just the start of the journey by my way, by the way, but I did experience freedom and deliverance. And so then all of a sudden I was like, well, dang, what now? Right? Like now I'm freed up because I've got all this extra energy that's not tied down. Right. And I have more space in my mind and I have more freedom in my emotions and what I've been processing. And my heart is lighter. Like, okay, now what? So I lived in this now what space for a long time. And then I started learning about the prophetic and I was like, OMG, like this is what I've been waiting for this is it. Like God led me straight to it. And I just immersed myself into it. I immediately uh, got into a a church plant and, and launched a new church and also went into a three-year ministry program to start learning more about supernatural ministry because I knew that I didn't have that knowledge and I needed to immerse myself in it for what I was facing in my world. So for example... If you're anything like me and you come into life and you feel like you're already swimming upstream, like you're already behind, I have lived that way. So there were certain things that I was already fighting and battling against, for example, to break generational curses or to break off patterns or to break off trauma or to process mess that was never mine to clean up, right? So Given that, I'm like, okay, how do I prevent more messes from happening? Like, how do I actually get new knowledge so I can fight different, right? Because I didn't know back in the day that we wrestle not with flesh and blood, right? So in order to activate new knowledge, I had to get new knowledge. I had to immerse myself into it. And I chose a school program because I needed it to be practical. I'm like, get me in a revival group, like get me in a, in a space where I can process this, get feedback, have spiritual covering, like know what's up so that I actually can understand and grow, right? So for you, when you think about an area of your life, and this can be again, (laughs) practical. Another example would be, let's say that you're in a business and maybe you have sales knowledge, but you have no marketing knowledge. Maybe investing in a branding coach 
would help, right? But maybe even just reading a book on something or, or investing in a course or a program, but somehow putting yourself into an experience where you go all in and you, I like to say, milk it for all it's worth. Like get your money's worth, right? Like you are gonna be a good return on investment. So like invest in something so that you'll fully show up for it. Because if something's free, psh, it's in our email, we don't even know where it is, right? But invest in something so that you'll actually show up for it. So the challenge to you on today is to think about, maybe you already know, <laughs> I have a sense that you probably already know off the top of your head, an area of your life where you're not in agreement with God, with his promises, with victory, right? Like it's whatever is going on there, whether it's your thoughts, your emotions, the, the voices in your head, right? Just a stronghold maybe. It's not in agreement with victory. It's not in agreement with God's promise, right? You're wavering. There's doubt. There's insecurity. There's inadequacy. There's weakness. There's fear. There's something coming up that you keep battling. What is that area? So that's number one. What is the area that you are struggling in. And and number two then would be, what is coming up for you? So are you getting really caught up in your head, right? Are you getting really caught up in anxiety and feeling a whole lot of emotions that are really hard to process? Are you maybe talking too much? <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but are you talking too much about what you don't want right? What you don't want to feel and what you don't want to happen because you can have faith talk and speak what you do want to see and what you do want to feel, right? So identify the area and then identify what is coming up for you. Like what happens? Is it your thoughts? Is it your emotions? Is it your words? Like what is happening for you? And then number three would be to create or to pray about really. That's what I would say. Pray for God to give you the vision for how to overcome this thing, to create that structure for you, to create a system for you, to create a new routine for you, right? To create some sort of timeline or challenge for yourself to show up and walk through so that you can actually understand like, am I improving? Am I moving forward? Am I growing? What feedback am I getting, right? Like, what am I seeing? What am I noticing? What am I learning, right? Okay, so for example, if you are, let's say, let's say you're at a job and you're facing a lot of monkey mind thoughts, okay? Sometimes the best way to break that is getting word in you. So spending time with God, spending time reading and studying the word, but more so making a list of declarations and speaking your world, we can shut up our brain a lot of times when we talk to it, okay? And when we start activating our voice, we start activating our speech, when we start activating our faith through our mouth, right? Our mouth is the vehicle, literally, that, that can speak blessing and can speak cursing. So intentionally speaking your world, right? Whether that's, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I renounce fear in the name of Jesus and I decree and declare by faith that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, right? And you can have your list of, let's say it's 10 declarations, but you've got to activate that when your mind starts going crazy and not just accept that your mind is supposed to be going crazy. No, he will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is fixed and stayed on him, right? So get it fixed and focused on the right thing. When you delight in God, when you declare God's word, God's word does not return void. So that is a great way to interrupt 
the brain waves <laughs> and break it up literally with your voice. Speak to your mind and tell your mind what to think. So that's an example. Another one could be physical, right? So if you are just feeling weak and feeling lazy and feeling lethargic, move your body. I did a post yesterday, just get outside. Like sometimes we're like caught up in the house all the time. Go sit outside for 10 minutes, like breathe in some actual fresh air and let the sun hit your skin for a second, right? Go for a walk around the block. I get some of the best downloads just when I'm walking outside in nature. Never fails, right? So movement is really, really good when you are feeling like a procrastinator or you're avoiding doing something. Get into action physically. That usually breaks up whatever is held up or blocked for you. And then lastly, another example, <laughs> and I'll let you do your own brainstorm with God. Just pray for the, the steps and for the guidance. But another thing to do as well is to... If it's emotional, what I love to do, I love to soak literally physically in a bathtub. <laughs> but I also love to just have soaking music on. So if you aren't familiar, you can do like a Google or a YouTube search. And usually it's either music with somebody declaring God's promises or it's just music. And I will just rest. I will pray. I will invite God into the experience. Maybe I'll set a timer for 15 minutes or so. Maybe I'll just be in the tub and just sit there with my eyes closed and just let that music wash over me. That does something powerful to my emotions as, as far as, again, creating an atmosphere and getting into the right space. And it usually shifts whatever whatever I've been carrying or brings a fresh perspective or I'm able to get a download or I'm able to just literally shift into a different state. So those are some examples that I have for you. But if you are somebody that is practical, if you are somebody that has been struggling with just believing it, whatever it is for you, that you are successful, that it is already done, that God is faithful, right? Whether it's a doctor, a medical report, whether it's a child that you're believing to to come home or to shift right or to encounter God maybe it is business increase maybe it's a financial blessing right that you've really been praying about maybe it's a home maybe it's a relationship right whatever it is for you what is activated now get really clear on that right and then what do you need to activate to believe it okay I think sometimes just being honest that you can't simply believe yet, there's freedom in that, okay? Because it is honest, right? Okay, and given then that you don't believe it yet, what can you activate it to start believing it, to start building your faith? Because faith moves different. Faith actually moves, right? So maybe it's thinking thoughts of faith. Well, how do you do that? Maybe it's speaking thoughts of faith. Well, how do you do that, right? Read the word, declare declarations, affirm truth in your life. Hear the word as often as you can. Turn down the volume of other things. 
set some boundaries. Maybe you've got to get out of some circles because they're not talking faith talk, right? Whatever it is that you've got to do, you've got to activate it. And that will start shifting you. It'll shift how you think. It will shift how you process emotions. It'll shift how you engage in different things and what you engage with and partner with and what you don't. It will shift what you tolerate, right? So that is my encouragement to you on today. Maybe if you can't believe it, maybe it's time to activate it. All right. So I hope this message blessed you guys. If it did, I would appreciate it so much if you would follow this podcast. You can also give me a rating, give me some stars, star, star, star over on iTunes or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. You can also connect with me at julianapage.com. There are books over there. I do have a self-mastery course over there and coaching programs and all of the social medias and the ways that you can connect with me are over there. I also have a daily five download. So I actually live by these daily five things to really help me have a firm foundation no matter what season I'm in. So that might be helpful for you. Go to julianapage.com and you can just put in your email and it'll be sent right over to you. All right, guys, until next time, stay blessed.